Hello and welcome to the Villa Park Podcast. It's me, Rich, and I'm back on a live show with my original partner in crime, Mr. Rich Barler. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. It's been a while since I've been on a live show. I've done a couple of pre-records, as you call them, in the industry. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm back and I'm ready to talk all things Aston Villa. Excellent, excellent. On a Friday night as well. What, 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 what more could we ask for? Got the beers in, got you, got the villa. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, look, everyone in the chat, um, get hitting that like button, get hitting that subscribe button. We are so, ver- so very, very close to 2,700 subscribers on the road to 3K. Um, we'd love to get there before Christmas. So you guys can really help us get there. Um, so smash the like button and hit um, and yeah, subscribe if you're new to the channel. I've pinned the membership link at the top of the chat. We're up to 20 members now, uh, which is phenomenal. So if you do want to become a member, become an official Villa Park Pod follower. Click the link, $1.99 a month, less than a third of a cost of a pint, and uh, yeah, and uh, and support the channel even more. Um, comments flying in already. Um, really random reviews in the house. Good evening, mate. Um, Michael in the house. Good evening. Uh, we are very well, mate. We're very well. Mark, uh, great to have you on board, mate. Good evening. Um, really random says, is Dan Bardell running this channel or what? Not like you used to be late. It wasn't me that was late. Uh, I'll have you know. Uh, couldn't get Dan. Me. Couldn't get Dan. So you got me in Richard. Gary, hi everyone. Fireworks on Sunday and watch us throw Forest on the fire. Lovely, lovely pun um, and lovely uh, words there. Rachel, good evening. Um, and CC's in the house as well. And Mark says, love three points for my birthday on Sunday. Um, yeah, what a birthday present that would be. Um, so we're going to get into the the game. We're going to get into um, uh, you know the stats and um, looking at Forest's form and some of their players and obviously talk uh, Villa and how we think um, they're going to do. Um, Rich, first of all, though, um, I mean, I was I was just on a on a Forest Channels uh, podcast uh, just just before, and um, we were reflecting on the last time I was on his his channel. It was last October. Mm-hmm. We went to the game. Villa won. Yep. Nottingham Forest won under Steven Gerrard. It's now been a year since, uh, pretty much a year since that 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 uh, game, and that wasn't long after after that game that um, Gerrard got sacked. And what a what a difference a year has made in terms of us now facing Nottingham Forest at the City Ground in uh, on Sunday. Such a difference. Or, <laughs> I think we got caught on Sky Sports a couple of times. There was a lot of stills flying around after after the game. Um, it was Ashley Young that put us in in the lead, if I remember correctly. No, we no, Forrest took the oh, lead. Equalized, sorry, equalized, yeah, yeah, yeah. great goal, but like out I, of nowhere. Brilliant yeah. goal, and they were all over us. They were all over us because I remember it kind of being a period where the manager had got the backing of the chairman, and it's one of those where it's their local derby. They bring all the flags out, 
And the atmosphere, to be fair to the, the Forest fans, was amazing that night. And they they were, you know, it's cliche, but they were their 12th man. But yeah, what a difference a year makes. And it's just, it's just bonkers. And there's a fair few, oh, I'd have to bring up the, the, uh, the, the, the starting 11, but there's a, there's a fair few that were in that game that will be in the game on, on Sunday. There's not a huge amount of changes that have happened to our, our squad. And I think that, that's the most amazing thing under Emery. It's not like he's been given a blank checkbook and he's just gone and bought player after player after player. He's, he's made some bang average players. And when I say bang average, I mean under Gerard they were performing a bang average level to absolute world beaters. And I, I'd struggle to name you a player in our first 11 at the moment wouldn't get into a top four team. And give it a couple of weeks. We'll be read that to <laughs> No, it, it it is it is crazy. I mean, we'll we'll talk before we talk the game. We'll talk like you know the pundits and stuff. I guess it's it's almost like a backhanded compliment, isn't it? Where we're now getting the um, exposure, we're now getting the kind of focus put on us. But it's done in a light of I don't know if you've seen Jamie Carragher's article in the Telegraph, but it's done in the light of oh Unai Emery's doing really well now. Uh, Villa players are doing really well now. Which of the big boys are gonna are gonna take them off our yeah. take yeah, them yeah. away from us? And it's everyone is waiting for this Villa bubble to burst. It seems, and it might be because someone takes a Watkins or a whoever away from us. But I can't see any players going anywhere. And there's a lot of talk about Emery being linked to United this week. And I mean, look. You got to sell newspapers, right? But it'd just be an absolute ridiculous move for him to go to a club that is just on the, on a downward spiral. I think everything they touch at the moment seems to go to shit. But um, yeah, it is. You're right. It's a backhanded compliment. It's like, oh, now you're playing well enough that a problem will come in Yeah, it's a bit crazy, really. I mean, it, 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 it's like football. I wouldn't even say that, like, you know, you get that cliche of football only began when the Premier League began. But it's not even that anymore. Like, nobody remembers the early 90s of the Premier League. You know, Villa were second in the league in the first season of the Premier League. Yeah. We nearly won it. Um, we had a time in the in the 90, 97 to 99 time when John Gregory was in charge where we were top of the league for for numerous, numerous weeks. Mm-hmm. Nobody, Nobody even pays any attention to that anymore. It's almost like... Year 2000 and beyond, um, before year 2000, nobody remembers anything. But even under O'Neill, we, we were c- yeah. competing. Okay, granted, he was, a, he was a fair bit of smash and grab, you know, at, at times under him. And, and he didn't have um, the squad management that we probably needed at, at the time. I still remember, you know, you'd, you'd know that the first 11. But you're absolutely right. Um, football hap- existed before, before Man City became popular. And you look now, and I think it was George who shared in, in the group earlier in the week, there's like a the big seven now. And all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. and make this big seven, one of the big sevens down in 11th. And it's just like, well, at what point do you just talk about the quality of the teams based on the standings in the league? And yeah, don't get me wrong. You can have good runs. You can have bad runs. But but there's some quality teams in, in this league now. And, and for Villa to be kicking around in fifth where they are, it's such a massive achievement. And I was I read an article early, early in the week. It'd be interesting to get your take on this, Rich. That for, And I think some of the guys in the group have probably agreed with this. But you talk there about all these great times that you've lived through. We were too, well, we're too young. It's 
we don't often get to say that, to, to live through some of the proper glory years that Aston Villa experienced in, in the early 80s. Well, we were alive, but we didn't we didn't know what was happening. Yeah. Is this the best Villa team in your lifetime? Uh, gone big with one of the first questions there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, AVFC US has said there, um, I've only been following Villa for 20 years, but this is the easiest on the eye Villa that I've seen. Um, I'd certainly say that, you know, in terms of goal scoring, in terms of evolution of the side, I think, I think what's so pleasing about this team, and I've said it numerous times on this podcast, is when under O'Neill, you, you, we had a way of playing, and like yeah. you say, it was smash and grab, but we always had, we had, it was almost like a, a similar to like a Gerard, whereby he was waiting for players to, to create individual moments of magic or whatever he wanted to call it. Um, O'Neill had that. O'Neill had like he he he, he kind of kept playing in a certain way until until Ashley Young produced a great ball in or yeah. produced a, mo- a moment of brilliance or we could get Gabby on on the break or whatever. Like it was it was almost like a well he had a spirit he had a he had a fight and a spirit of uh, in the club. But he wasn't like particularly um it wasn't particularly amazing football. What's no. so good about this side is that um. You, you've seen the evolution. So you've seen Emery come in. He changed a couple of things, got a couple of results, and then and then moved to um, move through the gears to now having so many different ways of attacking, so many different ways of of setting his team up, so many different angles to 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 go through the the gear sort of thing. Like we can play incisive passes through the middle. We can go wide. We've got Leon Bailey. We've got Musa Diaby. We've got Ollie Watkins who. All of those can produce moments. Douglas Louise from, you know, all of these different things whereby if if, if a team like um, combats one part of the game, then we can we can score from another part of the game. So, yeah, that 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 time for me, I'd say it's well up there. I'd probably say the John Gregory, the Ron Atkinson days, you know, the likes of... Um, yeah, the, 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 when we came second, the Daly and Atkinson and Dean Saunders, you know, we Kevin scored Richardson, some amazing yeah. goals in that season. Like, I think we got in the goal of the season, the goal of the month, like that six months out of, out yeah. of the, the 10 months of the season. So that was brilliant. Um, and then I have to have to shout out the, the winning run in the championship. That that yep. for me was, was, was just special because it was just so many... Just, just win after win after win after win. That was just unreal. And Grealish was at his like at his best. So, yeah, I'd I'd say it's it's up there. I'd I'd want a little bit more time to 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 suggest. And sometimes it's like three or four years, five years down the line. You think, bloody hell, what a team we had then. Like it's hard, it's hard to think about it in the immediate. You are absolutely right. And, and sometimes you know you just don't appreciate things until until they've gone. And yes, there will be pundits like Carragher talking about bigger clubs coming to t- take out our, our players. But I think I, th- I think the idea of a project, you know, look, don't get me wrong. If a, if a, a Real Madrid was to come in for one of our players, you know, you can understand that the players have grown up dreaming about playing for some of these huge clubs. But I don't think anybody grew up thinking, any of the Villa team grew up thinking they'll play want to play for Spurs when they're older. But... There's Champions League football that we're working towards, but my concern is, and I felt this 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 kind of sting when when Grealish left. You can't get too, you can't fall in love with the players too much because they are just paid employees. They they they're not going to be 
Villa through and through. Now, some of them will have gone on an amazing journey with us and they will have improved us and we've improved them. I mean, like John McGinn as, as an example, but they have short shelf lives. They've got careers. They're, they're not attached to the football club as, as, as much as we are. But what we have now, and you mentioned some of the players earlier, unlike when we had Grealish, we're not a one-man band. Mm. There are four, five, six, seven players that in the words of Carragher, a top four club or a big club would want to come and get, well, they're not all going to go. And if we were to lose one of those or one of our star players, you know that Emery has got a network of scouts out there looking at the next person coming through. And we've seen things, even with um, Luca Dina and Moreno, that we is creating competition in places and people are going to move, move on. And I think you've got to, as as you as you and I get a little bit older, like we look back on the nil years and you think it's going to last forever, or you look back in the late nights, you think it's going to last forever, and you're at a period in your life where you're almost consumed by Aston Villa. And as you get older, you've learned more lessons, you've experienced more teams, you you know that Aston Villa are going to be good and they're going to be bad and they're going to be indifferent, and you've just got to take it all in, you know, in your stride. So, absolutely, we need to be be present. We need to appreciate what we've got at the moment because. You could fast forward in three years and you're a Leicester and you're losing. Are they still losing to Leeds at the moment in the championship? And yeah. whilst whilst they're doing fantastically well in the championship, you could have pulled a Leicester fan to one side five years ago and told them in the championship and they just laughed at you. So it, it, it can it can change so quickly. So um, to answer my own question, I uh, would probably agree with you that it needs a bit of time. It needs a season or two for this team to really, really kind of get to the full potential that they've got for me to think they're the best Villa team I've seen. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it, it's certainly, it's certainly a great, a great time. Got loads of comments coming in. Um, CC has said there's, there are some similarities to the Ron Saunders team too, where no one really took notice. It was a real team that shone together who worked hard for each other together. Um, AVFC US says we can now break down teams. We should be beating. Um, really random, said it's getting close to the best Villa I can remember. Um, James Roberts, our, our mate James in the house. Hello, uh, James. Greg, Good to have you. Gregory was nearest to now. Um, yeah, and even a low block can't stop us now. We're so free scoring. It's nice to watch too. Um, again, CeCe said it's getting close to the team that won the league in the European Cup. Wow. Mm. Um, Big shame. And uh, yeah, with regards to kind of that um, that O'Neill team, when you're centre defenders of the stars, as in Melberg and Larson, it says something about the style. Um, and uh, really random said, my dad says Brian Little and Gregory was as good as this, but I'm not sure. Um, Michael said, I can answer the, that. And yes, this is potentially the best Villa team. There are similarities like our fullbacks pushing on. Um, and Gary says, you have to be 40 plus to even remember success. Our younger fans deserve this. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> Uh, James said uh, we were a sign. We were, we were a signing of Janino away from getting the league under Gregory. We end up getting Steve Stone in the end. I remember <laughs> not not anything against Steve Stone, but he certainly yeah, but... wasn't Janino. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I just just things. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think we're getting better. Says uh, really random. Um, and yeah, so it can change so quickly. Though I never thought we would get relegated. And again, talk to the to. Um, Ben Ben Dore, who's Dore on tour, um, really good YouTube channel. I was talking to him about about this, you know how it's uh, it's such a it's such an amazing situation to be in, and um, it's almost like a pinch yourself moment where we're so strong at home. We're winning nearly every game at home at the moment. 
like I said, we've got so many different ways of attacking. But I do think you've got to put, like, leave it a little bit more time because I remember, you know, when Emery came in, was, you know, we had a couple of dodgy results. And, you know, as, as all, as football fans are and as Villa fans can be in particular, I was thinking, like, I don't want to be in this situation in a year's time where we've had a where we've had a false dawn. A manager's done well, then he's kind of struggled. Then we're saying, oh, if he gets his players in, we'll, we'll start the season well, and we don't start the season well. I'm just thank I'm just so thankful that we've kicked on again, and if we can keep that consistency going, home form is the key, right? Because you're always going to pick up you were going to pick up the odd point away from home. You know, you can pick up wins away from home, but home form is the key. That's what's going to keep us in that top six, top seven. If we can, and I said to him, if we can beat the one of or two of the likes of Arsenal, Liverpool or Man City at home, I really do think we can, we can do something special this season. No, I, I agree. And our home form is, is just, it's just ridiculously good. And, and I was, I was reading, I think it was, on the BBC Sport, there was an interview with, I want to say, Callum Wilson, um, and he was just talking about how Villa players, he was he was in, being interviewed with someone else, but how they will feel invincible now at Villa Park. You know, you you look at it's you can't flute the type of run that, that we've been on, and and the the volume of goals we've scored as well. You know, you 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 touched on it earlier. We can get goals from everywhere now, whereas when we had that team in in, in the championship. If, Tam, if Tammy, if Tammy was off or, or Grealish was off, you you were not really getting anything anywhere else. And then when when we got back into into the Premier League, if it didn't go through Grealish, it didn't go through anybody. Um, and whilst we have now lots of very 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 good players, I don't think anyone is really the star of the show. I think maybe Diaby could be coming, but I don't think it's a, it's a one man show which. You've got danger from all areas, and that that yeah. that's fantastic. Well, em- Emery is so insistent on people doing their job for the team. Um, he's so insistent on that that you can see it coming through, like where he gets angry at Louise for being a bit too casual with his passes every now and again, or he'll get angry with even Diaby for not making the right runs or, or someone like that. So, yeah, it, it's it's a real team team ethic, and and that's what's shining through, and that's why there's so many players you know, thriving and scoring so many goals. So, look, brilliant time. Um, and, uh, yeah, Emery's birthday as well today. So, that'll Happy be great for us to, to get to get a win um, this weekend for him. I don't think he said, he said he's not going to celebrate until we get a win uh, on the weekend. So, that'll be good. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, on to this, on to Sunday's game against Forest. It seems like even when we've not got a European game, we're playing on a Sunday. Um, yeah. But two o'clock kickoff. Um, <clears throat> I, I, like you said before, you know, They've got a good atmosphere at the city ground. I like Forrest. Um, I, I kind of like Steve Cooper as a manager. Yeah, he's good. Are they are they kind of suffering a little bit from that? I guess that dreaded second season syndrome. Um, yeah. I, I think I think they're still probably trying to learn each other's names. Um, like it, it wasn't. I, I don't think he was necessarily or he necessarily is a second season syndrome because I don't. Don't think they did fantastically well in the first season. In in that you know it wasn't like some clubs that come up. I'm just trying to think of some examples now where they cruise it and no one knows how to play against them, and then everyone kind of figures it out. Um, I still think they're probably trying to figure out 
a style themselves. I think Cooper's been fantastic. I think he's done such an amazing job bringing the number of players together that he has. And you look through their last liner um, when they lost to Liverpool 3 0. And there's there's some players that were just either on the periphery of other professional uh, Premier League teams or were just kind of were, were, were done. And I think what he's done with Gibbs White has been fantastic. He's a, yeah, a like real, real yeah. danger and he's given freedom to, to play. <sighs> yeah, so I, I don't think it's it's a, a second season thing. I, I just think that they're not a good enough team to be in the top half of the, of the Premier League. And um, I agree with you. I, I think they're a good club. I like the ground. I like the fans. I've got, I've got friends that, that follow Forest. I just think until they, they spend proper money on proven plays in the Premier League, I think they're always going to be kicking around the relegation zone. Yeah, I, I, I make it. I make it right. I mean, they've got a couple of injuries, so I like a, a one year. I think he came on the other day for them. Uh, yeah, he's, he's very injured. good. Yeah, he's really good. He makes a big difference. I like like Sangari in the midfield, but if if you look at them, they've they've gone real physical, strong. Yeah, they have. Al- yeah. Almost like the old Stoke side. Um, you know, the old Stoke teams of Crystal Palace of, of the past who've gone really, who were really physically uh, strong. And and that can be good, but in in some ways it can be, it can leave you a little bit, I guess, less mobile and, 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 and prone to, you know, prone to kind of getting done, done, you know, by speed. Um, yeah. And yeah, you look at the likes of Mangala, you look at Aurier, Willy Bowley, Matt uh, Turner in goal. They're not. All, they're, they're 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 good, decent, solid players. But are they going to pull up any trees? It's 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 a difficult one. But and you sprinkle that in with a little bit of quality, like Alanga or Carlton Adoy yeah, or Gibbs White or Sangari. It's going to get you or Chris Wood. It's going to get you results. But yeah. it's. I I think you're right. I I just don't think think they've kind of found their. They, 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 they're almost like the carbon copy of Villa under, under under Dean Smith in terms of like loads of signings. They managed to stay up by hook or by crook. I think we did better in terms. I think we did better in terms of the buyers that we did that second season. And obviously we had we, we had a, a special player, but I guess I guess they've got Gibbs White who everything goes through. But I don't know if they've made the right signings ar- around him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm looking at some of the the, the stats. So I like Chris Wood as, as a striker. I think I think he's good. I think he's, he's a handful. Um, I saw him a bit at Leeds, and he was on fire when he played for Leeds. And then he went to Newcastle, and he was a bit of a an emergency sign, if I remember correctly. And he four goals in 35 appearances. Granted, a lot of those would have come from from the bench. But you look at him. And then you look at Elango, who they had up front last game against Liverpool. They're totally different styles of of, of play to to kind of play with that type of striker. And it's fine. You can have di- different different formations. You can have different styles. Of, of course, you can. But Gibbs, what I think, started on on the, the wing, and he's the type. If you talk about big clubs coming in for star players like Carragher was talking about the Villa, you could see a big club taking a Gibbs White, taking a punt on a Gibbs White because he's, he's well, they, a they, they, they let Brennan Johnson go to Tottenham, didn't they? So. Well, yeah, yeah, they, they, they did. And I, I can't think of who they brought in to necessarily play, well, replace you, him with that money. You, you, 
I think they I think they spent it on a few players. So they got Sangari in from in to play in midfield. They got Hudson Odoi, who I think they got for a good price, but yeah, really cheap. I think he's been quite inconsistent by all accounts. Um, and then you've got um, Elanga, who they got, and I think he's a good player. But yeah, it's um, yeah, they 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 they're just one of those teams that I think I think they'll be fine. Um, just off the base, I think their home form is still pretty good. Although I think I think they've only won one at home so far this season. Um, but interestingly, um, for 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 Forest, um, and we'll come to comments in a minute. H- how do you think they approach this game? Because obviously Liverpool away, they're going to go very defensive. But how do you think they approach playing Villa, fifth in the table, twenty-two points from ten games? But Forest that Forest are the home side. How do you think they approach? Um, coming up against us? I think there's a, a bit of Midlands pride at stake. I think it will be more physical than some of the games we've we played previously. I, I think Liverpool are a better technical team than, than Aston Villa. We, I mean, we, we saw that um, when we went to Anfield, that intensity that they can bring and they can turn it on and turn it off. So I, th- I think they will be more confident of getting something against Aston Villa. I think there was a concern and obviously it showed during the highlights that Liverpool could just could play around them. How would I um, or how do I think they're going to come and play? Well, they've not had a, a win in five. Mm. Um, I think they might set up for, for a draw. Not self a draw. I think they would Forest, set up, that, yeah. set up think, for a draw. Well, that well, that's what I was saying to uh, before. I was thinking, like you know, as I said, with Villa having so many different angles of attack, do they, I think they kind of come in and, like you say, try and try and battle us, try and out physical um, use their physicality. But I can't see them going like as attacking as they did this this time last season. We're in a completely different place as a team. Got yep. a completely different like way of playing. I, I just I, like they re, they really went for the jugular with us at, at the city ground, and I just don't see them doing that this season, this this time around. I I agree, and, and like I said earlier, there was a there was a, a feeling around that ground. It was a moment in time that Cooper had just been given the backing. Like everyone had a free fan on their chair, a free flag, sorry, on on their chair. And I, I remember, you know, when we were there, I just thought, wow, this this is super impressive, and if. If I went to another Forest game, it probably wouldn't be the same atmosphere. They've scored what three goals in in four games, two of those against against Luton. Um, the formation against Liverpool, I want to say it was a back five. So I wouldn't be yeah, surprised. It was like a five-four-one with a Langer up top, but he's not a striker, so no, it, no, it would have been. Not, a, it, yeah, he's not a striker. Yeah. I, th- I think he, I think they will set up. I don't know what their injuries are like, um, but I think they'll set up something similar, and they'll want to they'll want to try and get us to go at them a little bit. I don't think they'll play like the home team, you know, a natural mm-hmm. home team would, because it is, it, you know, we, we said earlier it's it's only a year and a lot's change in in a year. I, I don't I don't necessarily think a huge deal is changed for Forest. I, I, mm. I don't. Um, but I, I think they will set up for a draw. I think they, and, and I'm not saying this as a, a big-headed Aston Villa fan because we're on, we're on a run. I I would have taken a draw last season when we, you know when we went to, to to Forest and and we we kind of we managed to to grab a draw and get away with it, um, even though if another ten minutes of that game we probably would have lost. Um, we we have got enough in our locker to to 
to win. So I think they've got to start getting some points on the board. They've got to get some consistency around their results. Yeah, you're right. They're coming from a, a big a bit of a drubbing against Liverpool. So yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're a bit defensive. They 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 kind of challenge us to break them down and they defend deep and we end up with a lot of the ball outside their area and they've just got lots lot of men in the mm. box. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. A um, few comments coming in. Deco is in the house. Hello, mate. Great to have you on board. Um, Jimmy BGT, good day from Australia, up the villa. Fantastic, mate. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Gary says, Forrest is suffering from SSS. Um, shitty signing syndrome instead. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, uh, yeah, he said, I like Forrest, but the signings this time don't seem as good. Um, and he thinks there were FFP reasons for the, why they sold Brennan Johnson. Yeah, I think okay, that as well. I think that as well. Um, Deco said they they might go four three three again at home. I do think they'll go a little bit more attacking, but and there might be a one year that comes into the side. But um, I do think they'll be wary of the threat that we we possess. So talking about the threat that we possess, um, we'll get into my predicted lineup in a second. Um, there's talk of Alex Moreno potentially getting in, into the squad. So that's really good news. Yep. Um, but, I mean, can you see anything, any real big changes for Villa um, coming into this game from the, the starting team from last Sunday? I, I mean, the, the easy answer is, is is no. We've got a consistency of, of a first 11 now that, that you might get a couple of changes, but it's usually across the front three. Um, I can't see, unless there's injuries, I can't see a reason why would we would even consider um, bringing the, the, the changes in. We've been resting our players in, in Europe. We've been giving other people minutes. I don't think, or Tillemans was was good in the last game. I don't think he would have done enough to, to break into that midfield. No, the only the only way we'll, we'll change is, is if there's an injury. And I, I think I think that consistency has been the bedrock of our, our success um, because there isn't one star player that everyone plays around. Everybody is, is putting putting shifts in. So I'd be really surprised. Um, and I've, I've not seen your your eleven actually. So I'd, I'd be surprised if he makes too many changes. Yeah, yeah. Um, CC said, I think as long as we keep a careful eye on the pacey front players and be ready to, to attack swiftly on the bounce, being clinical, we will be key to getting all three points. Uh, Mark says, would Hudson-Odoi and Origi are injured? Oh, they've got Origi, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Deco said, it's all about controlling the game. Again, we're getting really good at making teams play at our pace. Um, So, yeah, that's that's what I think. I mean, a few people have mentioned, because obviously the Wolves game was kind of a Midlands derby as well. few people have mooted the idea I've seen on, on Twitter to to play like the concert right back, bring Carlos in for the physical physical threat and, and maybe push cash further forward a little bit and go solid for the first half at least and then and then open up in the second half. I would I would I was leaning towards that before I, I saw the fact that Mark has mentioned there that this got so many injuries um, and and like I guess the only real recognised striker that could play is a one year if he declares himself fit. I don't necessarily think we've got too much. I say that now 
touch wood too yeah. much to really worry about. You know, Wolves obviously had Neto, um, uh, Huang. It's a different kettle of fish. Whereas I, I don't think Forest have really got that. No, I, 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 I don't. I don't. Um, you could probably argue we might need to be a bit more physical in midfield, but we don't really have any any players to bring in to add that that level of physicality to, to the midfield. Yeah. And em- um, Emery likes to mess about with that. So we we end up with if he knows we're getting physically outmatched in midfield, he'll he'll drop Kamara back yeah. when he's got the ball and he'll push one of the central defenders to go forward with the ball, or he'll just add another midfielder in there to make a you know, he'll drop Diaby in or bring McGinn yeah. further inside to make an extra man. I I I agree. I, I noticed that um one of the, the last games I was at Villa Park, that Kamara was was dropping back a, a, a fair bit, and it you know it just allowed Cash to have the freedom to to, to push up as well. I, I don't think I don't think Emery will lose much sleep over what Forest are or aren't going to do. And yes, they have got some physical players, but I, I, I can't see them attacking in numbers enough for us to require kind of three large defenders, you know, to, to move cons across to, to replace cash. So I, I think, I think they'll, Emery will just be more bothered about what we can do to them rather than what they're going to bring to us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've done my team via um, fan hub. So I'll bring that up in a second, but you guys can have the chance to, I will pin the, the link in the description to download FanHub on Apple or on uh, on Android to join the community, um, and you can test your score predictions against me and the other Villa Park Pod lads. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you just you need to just click the link when I'll put it in the description to download the app. And then if you use the golden ticket code, which is R I C dash E R one, you can um, skip the queue and get straight into the app. And uh, yeah, you can get points. Um, for getting your predictions right, 11 out of 11, and then you can trade that in for prizes and um, pints um, at the game. So, uh, or pints in, in various pubs across the country, I should say. Um, please drink responsibly as well, as Rich is doing with his bottle of Corona. Yeah, just, just the one, just the one. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm walking home, it's the end, I'm at the end of my garden, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. good man, good man. Um, so I've gone for... Um, I've, I've gone for an unchanged side. My, the only toss-up at the moment is Zaniolo or Bailey. Um, and I went for Zaniolo to start this game because I think we talked about it last week with Sam. I think a week of tr- full-time training, full training with the team, I think will do him a world of good. I think he's itching for a goal. Yeah. And I also think the impact that Leon Bailey has off the bench is a better turnaround. Like I think if you start Leon Bailey and bring Zaniolo on, that that could potentially work at home. I think away from home, getting the game settled, teams teams kind of trying to push forward, Bailey can be more effective in that second half. So that's that's the only that's the only debate for me. But I'd, like I said, I don't think that Forest are going to pose too much more of a threat um, for us to warrant changing our our defensive line to to combat it. So. Well, yeah, and, and and one of the points perhaps that would would get Zaniola the nod over a, a, a Bailey is if there is a physical battle in midfield, it's a big old boy, and in yeah. he, set he can, pieces he, as well. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, but he, he can drop back. He can. He's comfortable with the ball at his feet. Um, we've seen him, you know, do some fantastic bits of, of skill to get out of tight spots. I think. I think Bailey. I and mean, I think Bailey's been absolutely fantastic, by the way. But I think he's better suited when the game's stretched a little bit, or he's got the ability to stretch the game. You know, he, he can. He can run past two, three players and and, and you know take the ball well in, into their half. Where I think Zaniolo, you know. You're right. He's he's got a goal in him. We just need to see it, and I think when he gets one, he'll he'll get a few. But I like the look of him. He, he you know, it's without wanting to kind of typecast him. I, I kind of got a the impression that he was going to be just a bit of a a flair player that wanted the game to operate around him. But he works hard. He grasps. Yeah, he he wants to do well. I think he can. He can release the ball a bit quicker for definite. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and he can make a decision a little bit quicker. Like if he's gonna shoot, shoot. If he's gonna pass it through, pass it through. Like when he's done those, when he's decided to do those things early, it's it's generally created a chance for us. Well, it, um, it, it yeah. has, and and he has. Whilst he hasn't necessarily assisted a number of goals, he's played a part in the move that has led to goals uh, mm. in, in previous games. So I, I think he, I think he'll get he'll get the nod. Um, his size will play a part in that as well. And I think he can drop in and, and comfortably do a job um, and help midfield out, whereas you wouldn't get that with Bailey. So and we'll, we'll see, right? In, in, in the first half, it might be a physical battle. And if, if that starts to um, kind of wear away in the, the second half, you'll have some tired legs for, for Bailey to, to run out. So I think I think there's, there's definitely a couple of... Um, There'll be a couple of bookings um, on Sunday. There'll be a couple of Forest players that find themselves in the book because I just think we'll be too skillful, too fast for them. And we are, again, without wanting to kind of get carried away with how well Villa are doing, we're just a different level to Forest. And I can't be proud to say that because at some point in the future, we won't be able to. Um, and that might not necessarily be about Forest, but it might be that we'll go on a, a bad run and, 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 you know, we'll lose some of these, these, these players, who knows? So we've got to appreciate for what it is at the moment. So, um, yeah, I think I, I agree with you, with your, your formation. I think that, um, yeah, that there'll be, there'll be a good performance from us on Sunday. Mm. Is there an element of, um, the bubble might, might burst at some point. What bubble, like, Richard? What bubble? <laughs> this is just what we do now. Like, there's no. no bubble when that's who you are. Like this is just <laughs> the bubble. Um, I don't. I. I gotta be honest. I don't think it's a bubble. I, I think the like the running streak. Yeah, sorry. Home, yeah, the, yeah, the streak I, of brilliant form. Like you know, I know we've lost to Liverpool. I know we've lost to, to Newcastle. But yeah. I, I I guess it's just that pessimist in you. Like if if I, I think I was just wanting to say like if Villa play how they can play they they win this game but there's always you know if they're not quite on the game if there's one or two yeah, things, yeah, I'll yeah. Go. you know what I mean yeah the, there's always a, a, a chance right and look without wanting to go back and, and argue Stephen Gerrard's case as a Villa manager which I know you were a big fan of at the, at the time <laughs> 
There are things that have gone in Emery's favour. Not much has gone against him. And why I mentioned Gerard is because you had both Diego Carlos and Kamara get injured for a long period of, of his time. And they're both class acts. And if they had been stayed fit, who knows Who knows what we, 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 we might have been. Right? I'm glad they didn't because we've got Emery. But we've been lucky with injuries, I would say. Now, people might in, in well, the comments you, argue. You, yeah, you've, you've got, got Ramsey and, and, and Moreno Buendia. and Mings, right? And yeah. Buendia. But I don't think a fit Buendia gets into this team. I don't. Uh, I still think Mings would get in. I still think he he, he would. I think I think we lack leaders on on the pitch a little bit. That's probably the, the only thing that I think we, we could improve on. Um, and I think maybe I don't think Ramsey gets in this team. I, maybe is maybe Zaniola. I think three, Zaniola. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. But um, I think what Emery's done is is he. I, I take your point. I think what Emery's done is is create. This is the difference between a, a top coach and a, a manager type person like a Gerard is he's been able to adapt a team to, to cope with the injuries and still get yeah. results. Uh, and that, that's the important part. But yeah, I, I, I just guess like, I know we didn't play great against Liverpool, but that was expected, you know, or, or, you know, Liverpool are a good side, but is there going to be, is there potentially going to be a disappointing performance or disappointing result against a team that we, in quotes, should be beating? And I just, I don't want to, I don't want to say, I don't, I don't want to tempt fate in that, in that scenario, but it's just, it's just, yeah, you, you know, are we, are we, is there a risk of that happening against a team like Nottingham Forest? I, I, th- I think there's a bigger chance of it happening against a team like Fulham. Mm. Um, I, th- I think in um, what's that in a couple of weeks on on the twelfth. I think they then they can play good football and they've got da- dangerous players. So I'm not totally ignoring the point that there is kind of a a, a shine around Aston Villa at the moment. Let's say perhaps not a bubble, but and and I think we've got we've got some difficult games on on the horizon. Yeah, right? yeah. Off the, Spurs, the end of November. Spurs, Arsenal. Man City, Man City. It, yeah. it, it might not. I mean, look, we might want to celebrate our Christmas now because come the 25th of December, we might not want to be, uh, you know, cheersing and, and, and having a, <laughs> a bit smiling. But this is the beauty of, of, of where we are, right? Like, we can go into those games and know that we can compete. We might not. We might lose to, to a Liverpool. I think the loss to Liverpool was more frustrating because we just didn't turn mm. up. We, 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 we were almost. Um, we're almost scared of 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 the reputation and uh, and we just we tried to play them a little bit of their own game and and, and that's that's a, a bad move and I think Liverpool have been phenomenal this season actually surprising I didn't think they were going to be as as good but I think in Emery we will lose parts of games. We will be the second best in parts of games, but because now of we've got a manager that is tactically aware, we've got. We, you spoke earlier, and we were talking about how Kamara can can drop in, players can move around. You've got a bench with some dangerous players on. I, I don't think like previously when we've seen people like Gerard or one of your favourites, Steve Bruce, on the, the touchline, hmm. they've got no ideas. There's no plan B. Plan A doesn't work. They're they're stumped. Emery's got four or five plans. And, and, and I loved reading Cash's interview in, in the week when he says, like, we go into training after winning and it's like we've lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He keeps the feet on the ground. Yeah, it? yeah. And it's yeah. like, right, it doesn't matter. It happened. Like, this wasn't good enough. This wasn't good enough. This wasn't good enough. As opposed to, oh, amazing, you know, we, we, we beat Luton. So, 
I I think that we will beat Forest. I think we'll beat Fulham. We'll beat Bournemouth, and we'll get to December, and that's when our challenges will really come on. In you know, we've got a Wednesday and a Saturday game against Man City and Arsenal. They, you couldn't pick two harder teams really to play in in such a short space of time, but it's what it's it's all about right it's it's these players that we've got who we spoke about earlier that might eventually go on to bigger clubs if you're Aston Villa and you're beating these bigger clubs then you're telling these players you don't need to go anywhere else you can you can stay here so mm. I, to go back to the, the point I made about um, losing parts of games I think Emery is a, a master tactician and I think and we've seen over many uh, parts of, of, of this run, that things have been changed. And sometimes it's not personnel. Sometimes we don't even notice it, but you'll see when you, you know, reflect on games and watch highlights that he just gets it. He knows what he's doing. He's got multiple options. And um, God, he's even making Austin McPhee look good as well. So, <laughs> like, he's, he's, he, I, I just don't think it's a bubble. It's not like it's a, you know dare I say, I mentioned them earlier, like a Leicester City, where he was just a moment in time where Ranieri got the best out of players that really probably weren't good enough. No disrespect to the Leicester players that were playing in, in, in that, that team at the time, but should never have really won the league. I don't think fifth place for Aston Villa is a fluke. No, think, absolutely think... not. No, no. I just, I, like I say, I think the good thing is, is if we get beat in this in this game or an other game against a team that we, in quotes, should be beating, I think the difference now is, is that we go and win. I think we'd be more equipped to go and win the next game and just shake it off. Well, I don't think yeah, it. Be- yeah. I don't think it becomes a. Oh, we win two or f- lose two or three games in a row, um, and and then go on a on a downward spiral. But yeah. Yeah, it was. It's just. It's just one of them where every team doesn't matter who you are, whether you're Man City, whether you're Arsenal, whether you're Liverpool, you will lose a game that you that you that yeah, on yeah. paper when all when everything is said, you should you should be winning. And the laws of probability will suggest that you're going to lose a game at some point. Um, well, but I, I, I like I said, I don't think I see it in this game. I think I think you're right. And what what's interesting in only a matter of weeks, actually, because I remember us talking about on the group. It's like Villa had to bounce back. The only like the good performances came after a poor game. So you lose Liverpool three 0 you bounce back against Crystal Palace, win three one. You lose to Legia Warsaw three two, you bounce back and beat Chelsea. You lose to Everton two one in the cup, you bounce back and beat. We we spoke about it, uh, you know, quite a bit in, uh, in in that month of September. We've moved away from that now. We don't need to have a bounce back game or bounce back performance for us to put a good performance in. I remember, so I, I go go to the village with my dad and um, I remember, I mean, I talked about the football all, all the time, but my dad said like, as a Villa fan, you just got to go with the flow and sometimes you'll play brilliantly when and you'll lose. Sometimes you'll play poorly and you'll win, but over the course of like five, 10, 15, 20 years, it really doesn't matter. You just, you've got to not get too carried away with the highs and not get too carried away with, with the lows. And I'm, um, I'm a kind of an eternal optimist. So I'll absolutely get carried away with the highs because I can I feed into it. And the lows, I'm just like, it's all right. It's all right. You know, if it gets so, so, so bad, the manager gets sacked and you bring someone else in because unlike where we were a few years ago, we were in a 
established Premier League team now. And if you'd said to us during that championship run when Dean Smith was in charge, right, fast forward a few years, you'd be an established Premier League team in 10th and you'll beat the Crystal Palaces, but you'll lose the Chelsea's you would have taken it every day of the week. So sometimes there's a bit of perspective required. And I know it's always great thinking, oh, what's happening next week? What's happening? Where are we going to get to? We're going to get Champions League. I'd be super, super, super surprised if we get Champions League. That doesn't mean I don't think we're, we're not good enough, but we haven't, we haven't gone through a real bad, rough spell. We There's been games, granted, where we've had to show some some real character, but part of me wants to fight that good fight and get into Champions League and be like, we're, we're ready, come what may. But I'm just really happy with who we are and what we represent at the moment. And I'm, it's interesting when we talk about the, the O'Neill team, actually. Because if you remember, we were kind of everyone's second team. We had a lot of English players in, in that, that team and a lot of class standout performers that we were kind of everyone's second team. I'm not saying that we are that now, but most fans of other teams would not necessarily have a bad word to say about Aston Villa because there's no there's no weak areas. We play good football. We can score goals from all over. We're exciting. God, the the amount of goals. What was what was the stat? That, how many goals we'd scored over? Um, it's like nine, nine games. We've scored three or more goals or something in out of sixteen this season or something. It's just yeah. excuse my language, but it's just fucking ridiculous. Like how. Dare we even consider yeah. thinking that... I know they've put the prices up at the Villa, but, you know, value for money for gold. <laughs> uh, I know, yeah, I know. Well, not bad. They're, they're setting up for next next season's price increase, aren't they? But, like, just to be a Villa fan at the moment, I just think sometimes we need to, and I'm not saying that we don't, but we just need to step back, take a breath and just smile and go, wow, like, we, we're existing during this period and, and mm. I, don't, I don't want us to miss out what we're going through now because we're thinking about what tomorrow is going to bring. Um, yeah. And I think look, all, all, all the, the comments, there's some fantastic talk about previous teams um, and we're in a really good place. I, I don't think we should fear anybody. We should respect some of the, well, we should respect all teams really, but I don't think there's many teams that will bring too many problems to us. At the yeah. Moment. That being said, I will be ranting on the instant match reaction if we don't get if we don't get the result. But that's just mm. me. Um, yeah. I'll, get, I'll get way too carried away. Both win, win, lose, or draw. So. <laughs> um, Deco said, "I think Bailey will start this game for hitting them with pace, along with Diaby and Watkins. Not not a bad shout at all. A few talk on uh, clean sheets. I'll come to that in a, in a minute with regards to that." Um, AVFC US says Zaniola's had at least one rocket come off the post or crossbar. Um, Deco says winning all our home games and drawing all the away games is two points per game, but I think we should beat Forest. Really set down a marker, and I'm liking the gap that's grown between us and sixth place. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a very valid point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rachel said if you can't win, don't lose. However, a win is important for what we want to achieve. Um, AVFC US says I predict Arsenal will disappoint as the season wears on. Interesting stuff. Um, Gary says it's that if that's the only dilemma between Bailey and Zaniolo, then bring it on. Yeah. Um, AVFC it says it about Arsenal. I'm not saying they won't be top four, but I think they'll fall off the chase for the title. Interesting. Um, Steve says we'll throw the kitchen sink at them. Other top teams beat them. We have to. Um, and uh, Gary said, "What bubble, Rich? We aren't West Ham." But um, bum. AV, uh, yeah, let's, uh, AVFC US Brendia is moved on, he thinks. Um, I think he'll give him a shot. I'd really do, yeah, do. get him back to fitness. 
Uh, AVFC US says, well, Ramsey was so good when he briefly came back. I think he gets back in. Yeah. Um, Deco said, watching Steven Gerrard's highlight reel from his time as Villa manager, it consisted of two seconds worth of staring at some Everton fans. <laughs> Buendia would be a good good option for some games. Uh, Mr. Nice, uh, Mr. Nice Safe says, Ramsey Defo gets in the team. I agree. Um, Deontay said, happy Friday. Hope everyone is doing well. Um, we are, mate. Thank you for joining yep. um, in the show. Uh, Gary said the defensive injuries help, have helped bring up the new lads up to speed. I was really worried about Torres and Carlos early on in the season. Yeah, we were. We were talking about that a lot, weren't we? Um, around um, how they would do. But now it's like how Torres has been been there for, for so like he's just been a Villa player for years. He's class. Um, uh, what have we got here? Uh, John says uh, we're a different level to Forest, but we can't just expect wins every week. I think we win the next two, but if we don't, we shouldn't panic. That's that's pretty much exactly what I was saying. Um, Steve twenty four seven says we will beat Spurs, which would be brilliant. Um, only Liverpool have outplayed us so far. Newcastle was a result of the Mings injury, says Gary. Yep. Um, <laughs> Dika said I'd take a long walk off a short pier if anything happens to Emmy, as in Martinez. Um, John said we have four first team players out. If Tottenham or Arsenal lose four important players, they'd fall apart. After the international break, we have two of them back. We might yeah, and, and one. And I, John, I think I think I think that's a really valid point. I, th- I think some of the pundits are getting carried away with with Spurs performances because they've not played an amazing amount of difficult teams and. They've been. Re- I mean, look, we, it's early in the, in, in the season, but you look at their bench, and they've got they've got a couple of players coming back. But I think it's a bit of a false economy. Spurs being where they are at the moment, and I think give it end of January, it'll look totally different at the top of the table. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, before we get score predictions in, um, you you touched on a few of the stats uh, and the head to head, so we'll, we'll have a little look at. Uh, at both teams in terms of uh, head-to-heads and stats for the season. So, uh, Forest Villa um, played 12 times in the Premier League. Uh, Villa have a, a good record, actually. We've won six in total, four at home, two away, and we've drawn five. And Forest have only beaten us once in the Premier League. Uh, last season, we uh, beat them 2-0 at Villa Park. That was in the the really good run at, towards the end of the season. Yep. Uh, drew 1-1 as we've, we've gone through uh, and then the last the, the games before that in the Premier League were back in 1999 um, so we won 2-0 at Villa Park um, and uh, previous to that 2-2 draw at the City Ground and then 0-0 draw at the City Ground so draws tend to be the favoured result I do remember beating them 3-1 in the Championship and that, at the start of that brilliant run on Dean Smith um, John McGinn got a couple of goals I remember that yeah. But, but draws seem to be the favoured result. Um, Form-wise, um, as you said, Rich, Villa, four wins out of five, um, banging in the goals as it's uh, at the moment. So what's that, 30, 15 goals from the last five games, uh, conceded four, um, and, um, and Nottingham Forest um, haven't won in five, drawn three and lost two, uh, and conceded uh, eight goals in those five games. Um, and only only scored three, so they need a win. Um, they'll be expecting it. I know they'll be expecting a tough game from Villa. Um, hope I'm pretty. I'm fairly confident it doesn't happen this week. But yeah, 
it's uh, it, it, they'll be looking to try and get back to some sort of form. Currently in 16th position, um, they've won two games this season. Villa in um, fifth position won seven games this season. Forest have drawn four uh, four games, including the last home game, a draw against Luton, where they were two nil up. And Luton got a goal in the last minute to to um, to get it back to two two. Villa have drawn once against Wolves. Um, Forest have lost four games this season. Villa lost two. Look at that, Rich. Averaging 2.6 goals per game. Aston Villa, Forest averaging one. They're also uh, conceding 1.5 goals a game. So they don't so, concede too many. So it's um, clearly going to be a 2.6 to one victory, isn't it? Exactly, we mate. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we're going to get half a goal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> of a goal. Um, looking v- at the VAR was thought out for us somehow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Looking at the stats, Awanyi and Ilanga seem to be the, the combination there for Forest, but Villa dominating the stats in terms of goals, assists, uh, passes. And I do think we'll control the game and control possession. And like you say, Forest yeah. will try and contain us and maybe play for a set piece or play for, for us on the break. Um, uh, what have we got? Uh, oh, yeah, Mr. Nice, if we talk about Ramsey over Zaniola, I think Ramsey gets in over Zaniola all day. Uh, absolutely. Do I don't think there's, I don't think there's a there's, R- Ramsey. I think Ramsey would be on the verge of an England call up. Um, if he if was, if he, he was fit. Yeah. yeah. Because he, he can, he can, he can get so much, he can get you so much territory, get you so much ground and he's got goals to his game. Um, so yeah, I think, I think he gets in every day of the week ahead of Zaniola. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a bad choice to have to make, is it? I, no. I, I think, yeah, you know, if you looked at some of the, the, Oh, we, we spoke earlier, Zaniola needs a goal. Ramsey will get you a goal, I guess. Yeah. Um, They've and, got and different qualities, don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, they have. It's just, you know, you look at the impact he had against Brent, uh, Brighton, the impact he had against Chelsea. And if he gets fully fit, which he'll be back fully fit, I think, after the international break. I think the old cliche comes in over those Christmas period, particularly playing against the likes of Tottenham, Arsenal, Man City. Yeah, it's a bit more technical. It's a bit yeah. yeah you, you, Where you, you need, need to... you, you need you need to you look at that goal he scored against uh, United in in um, Emery's first first game, or the goal against the, the goal that he set up for Watkins against Brighton, or the goals he scored against Newcastle. They're purposeful he, runs, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, and he gets you so much. He gets you so much territory. Um, but his performance against Liverpool at Anfield, like he he he, he roasted Trent so many times just yep. because he can run with the ball so quickly. So yeah, I think I think in effectiveness in the Premier League, I think I think Ramsey Ramsey is is ahead at, at, at all day. But like I say, Zaniola's got qualities, but I just think. I think if we if we had had a fully fit Ramsey in that side with Diaby, Ramsey, um, McGinn, uh, Kamara, Louise, it's uh, it's a frightening prospect. Yeah, it's it a real frightening prospect. Um, score predictions, um, guys. Before I get everyone's score predictions, make sure you're hitting that like button. Make sure you're hitting that subscribe button. Um, nearly 70 people watching, which is great on a Friday night. Um, so uh, uh, it's amazing that you want to spend your time with us on a Friday night. So um, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. Help us on the road to 3K. Um, and uh, yeah, if you do want to become a member, if you do want to donate to the channel, hit the hit the join button, hit the dollar sign. And uh, yeah, you could support us even more. That would be, that would be phenomenal. Um, yeah, get your score predictions in the chat. There's a few score predictions coming in already. Um, who have we got? We had Aston Villa armchair fan who said, up the Villa and a win for the weekend, 3-0. Um, he was the first comment and he's been a long-time watcher. Keep the content 
good content coming, Rich. Thank you very much, mate. So going for a three 0 win. I saved that till till the prediction as well. I knew you were the first one. Uh, yeah. Gaza said three one Villa. Uh, Deontay said at the moment Nottingham Forest uh, one Aston Villa two. Uh, Rachel saying two one Villa. Uh, John saying two nil Villa. It will be tight. Uh, what are you saying, Rich? I'll get some more comments in a second. Who is this, what's the score going to be, and who are the scorers? Well, so my prediction at two point six to one obviously won't happen. <laughs> but I. I can see him getting a goal. I think it'd be three-one. Yeah, three-one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I I was on the Forest channel. And that's exactly what I said. Who who scores? Okay. Who scores? I think Zanioli gets his goal. I think Ooh. Watkins gets two. Nice, nice. Um, with regards to that, with with regards to that, um, getting they will score. It's not really, and I guess it's not too much of a concern. But will will Martinez be a little bit pee, peed off that he hasn't got, had too many clean sheets this season? Um, I mean, he's best goalkeeper in the world at the moment, so I don't think he, <laughs> I don't think he needs to worry about letting the goal every now and then. Um, I, 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 I think, I. I mean, yeah, clearly he's, he's going to be annoyed, and then the defense will be annoyed. I, I just think. At home, it'll be a set piece. They're a physical team. It, you know, it'll drop to like a Gibbs White and he'll, he'll rifle it in from like, I don't know, 10 yards out or something. I don't think it will be a well-worked goal that will pull us apart. Uh, and, and I think it'd be one of those where it was just a bit of pinball football for a bit and then someone put their boot through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it'd be nice to get a clean sheet, wouldn't it? It would be really nice. Uh, what are we going for here? Uh don't know if I said it. Deco says 4 0 Villa, 2 for Ollie. <laughs> a baby hat trick and nine goals for DRV. I don't think that quite works out with the match. Um, Steve uh, says 4 1 Villa, top scorers. Kay says Villa have a strong shout for three or four players in the England lineup. Well, it's it's interesting that, that that's the, the comment. I don't know what more Konza has to do Yeah, to get in, into the, the England team. Um, I think he's been a fantastic player and he's. For me, there was always a concern about Konzan. Not, not a massive concern, but I always felt like Mings would talk him through games. Um, and I think this opportunity to play without Mings alongside him has really shown what a yeah, class act he is. Yeah, 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 really has. Really, really, really has. Uh, CC originally said 3-1 to Villa, and I believe she's changed her mind and said 3-0, uh, which would be a clean sheet for Emmy. David Houghton is going back to the future. 2-1 Villa, oh. plat double, met God free kick for Forrest. Uh, I don't know if that was an actual game or whether we were, we were going back to the future. Um, uh, Kay says 3-1 uh, Villa. Uh, and says Watkins, McGinn, and Bailey off the bench late on. Um, really random. Said, I'll take a win, but love a clean sheet. 3-0 Villa. Uh, where was Marine Boy? Said, an ugly three, uh, an ugly 1-0 win will do for me. Um, so we're very, 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 very um, uh, confident. Uh, Deco says, David Platt. Uh, Platt is my godfather's brother. We've got a celebrity. <laughs> we've got a celebrity watching. Hey, we might. Deco. You know, put a word in, put a word in, get him, get, get him, oh, da- get him da- on the pod. David Platt was an absolute force at the Villa. He was brilliant. He was such a class act. Yeah, yeah, um, math teacher, mate. Hmm. <laughs> I think I think you're. I think you want to get your. Uh, 
I think uh, I don't wouldn't want to be in your class classmate with uh, <laughs> maths like that. Unfortunately, so Diaby gets nine goals and <laughs> yeah. Asimila win by. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you, mate. I, I've got to go with my original prediction from yeah. the previous half. So I'm gonna go three one. I think Watkins will score. Uh, I'm gonna say. Diaby uh, again, and I'm going to say Bailey as well. I think Bailey will get a, a, a goal late on on the break. Um, but yeah, and I think we, I do think we 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 kind of cement our place in that potentially getting that top four, but certainly like increase that gap between fifth and sixth position. Newcastle got a tough game. Um, uh, I ain't seen him since my <laughs> fair enough, mate. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we've we, Newcastle playing Arsenal, so there's going to be points dropped there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just going to see what the fixtures are. Um, who's playing who? Um, who else have we got? Uh, so Liverpool, Luton are playing Liverpool, so that's going to be a, a straightforward. Fulham at home to Man United. Do we need to worry about Man United anymore? Everton uh, at home to Brighton. Tough game for Brighton. Uh, Man City at home to Bournemouth. So I think I think Liverpool, Man City win. I think Newcastle yeah. Arsenal is a, a, a tough game to call, and I think uh, I think Everton Brighton might might have a tough tough afternoon at Everton. And then um, Spurs-Chelsea on Monday night. Spurs-Chelsea Monday night, yeah. So that'll be generally a, generally a draw. Generally oh, a draw. They, they tend to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, really, pleasure, mate, on a Friday night. Um, Loved it. Let's hope we get the... Uh, let's hope and we're confident in the three points on Sunday. Thank you for everyone watching. Um, it's and thank you for all of your comments in the chat. It's uh, been a really good, really good show. And we'll be back with match reaction. I might do a little bite-sized preview in the morning as well. So, uh, so look out for that one. Um, and um, and yeah, we'll be back with talking tactics, instant match reaction, main match reaction. Uh, plenty of shows next week because Conference League is back. So uh, yeah, make sure you're liking, make sure you're subscribing. Uh, make sure you've got your notifications on so you know when the shows are. Um, thank you again all for watching. And as always, remember, we all follow the Villa. Thanks, everyone. Good night. Up and running and Villa Club is loud.